ABF Creative. ABF Hello, my little ones. My name is Miss Jojo, and you're listening to African Folk Tales. Inside my magical jeep with me as we explore African lands where animals talk and people fly. Are you ready? Get in! Make sure your seatbelt is on. The only thing we want to let loose is your imagination. Let's set the destination for our next story. Here we go! Hang on! Today, our magic jeep travels to a small village where we'll meet a chief named Bulane. Make sure to listen closely for the bell. The bell will ring when I say the magic word of the story. Listen all the way to the end to discover if you guessed it correctly and have fun! In ages past, there lived a mighty chief named Bulane. Unlike most men, he had a mark on his shoulder that looked like the full moon. The chief had an older sister named Abiba, who was the mother of his many nieces and nephews. While Bulane and Abiba's father and grandfather had also been born with the same sign, neither Abiba nor her children had the full moon sign themselves. Instead, they were marked by either half moons or stars. This saddened Bulane, who worried he would be the last moon child in his family. Only those who are born with the full moon can rule the village, he reminded Abiba. As luck would have it, the chief eventually fell in love with a woman named Imani, whom he married a short while later. The two were very happy together and soon enough had a child of their own. Looking upon him with much joy, the parents realized their son had his father's symbol of the full moon on his shoulder, the mark of their family's royal line. At last, the long-awaited moon child had arrived. The whole village erupted into celebration over the news. However, not everyone was excited. Chief Bulane's sister was filled with sudden rage and jealousy, which surprised even her. My children should have been born with that mark. She angrily thought to herself, they are royal too. A few nights later, when Imani was fast asleep, Abiba snuck into her hut and took the newborn baby from his cradle. She then carefully wrapped him up in blankets and hid him behind some pots at the back of the hut, thinking no one would find him there. Once she had done this, Abiba then went to the chief. Do you think Abiba told her brother the truth about what she did? If you said no, you are right! Out of jealousy, she decided to lie to Chief Bulane. 
She was very upset that the baby had a moon sign while she and her own children did not. She told the chief that the child had been taken in the middle of the night. Deeply upset by this news, Bulani told his sister to go take care of his wife while he came up with a plan. Abiba returned to the hut, but to her dismay, she found the moon child had somehow crawled from behind the pots and was now playing with a mouse on the ground. Knowing this woman's jealousy, the clever little animal began dragging the child into its hole, where he remained hidden from his aunt. Abiba grew alarmed when she saw the baby disappear into the mouse's hole. What if the mouse pulls him out when someone is around? She thought worriedly, someone will surely see him. So just as quickly as before, she ran back to Bulani and complained of pain. Whoever took the baby must be a witch, lied Abiba, clutching her stomach dramatically. I fear they have cast a spell upon the whole hut, for I feel sick. Come, brother, we must destroy the hut so I can recover. Bulani, who loved his sister, ordered that this should be done. He did not know that she was the one who had hidden his baby. The clever mouse, however, had overheard the conversation. So when Chief Bulani carried Imani out of the hut, before it was knocked down, the mouse swiftly brought the child with him to the cattle crawl. The next day, when Abiba went to the crawl, she spotted the moon child sitting next to a cow. Drat! She muttered angrily. They'll see him here. I must come up with another place to hide him. Once again, the chief's sister pretended to be sick and told Bulani that the cattle crawl should also be destroyed. Because he was worried about her continued sickness, the chief ordered that the crawl be taken apart as well. Though luckily, the mouse overheard everything again. This time the little animal took the child to a nearby camp where some kind-hearted traders lived and left the baby in their care. The moon child was sweet-tempered and quickly became the darling of these men who loved him very much. They made sure the baby was always dressed warmly and had an endless supply of milk to drink. Weeks passed by, and one of Bulani's villagers stopped by the camp to buy some new shoes from the traders. As she shopped around, she spotted a small child whose round face looked exactly like the great chief's. Confused, she bent down to get a closer look, only to realize the baby had the mark of a full moon upon his shoulder. This is the chief's missing son! She cried out, I have found him! When Chief Bulane heard the news, he immediately set out for the trader's camp. When he got there, the kind men who watched over the baby told the chief about the mouse and explained that they hadn't realized the child was missing in the first place. Certain that the baby was in fact his son, Chief Bulane happily carried him back home. 
where he finally placed the child in his mother's arms. To celebrate, Bulane ordered much meat to be grilled and much juice to be made. A great feast was prepared to celebrate the return of the moon child, who Bulane named the future chief of the village. As for the wicked sister, Bulane finally realized she was the one behind everything. So he sent Abiba far from the village, where only her children would visit her. The moral of this story is that while jealousy is a natural feeling, it's important not to let it get the best of us. Otherwise, it can hurt ourselves and others. Instead of acting out, we can find ways to acknowledge our own uniqueness and value instead. Did you hear the bell? Did you discover the magic word of the story? If you said crawl, you are right! Crawl is spelled K-R-A-A-L. A crawl can refer to a traditional circular enclosure that's used in South Africa. It's usually made of either thornbush branches, mud walls, or wooden sticks. This keeps the cattle in and protects them from outside dangers. Fun fact! Did you know South Africa's cattle population is around nearly 14 million? That's a lot of crawls to build! Thanks for taking this trip with me today. I can't wait for you to travel to the next story with me. African Folktales is produced by ABF Creative. To learn more about the show, go to abfc.co slash folktales. If you loved this show, then tell someone you know. Our magical Jeep journeys are more fun when you can bring your friends along. Thanks for listening. Bye.